Leadership File on Premier. Welcome to the show which helps you lead where God has placed you. I'm Andy Peck. Well, I'm joined on the Leadership File this week by David Cook. David is the Vicar of Holy Trinity Barnes in West London uh, and leading a church plant from Holy Trinity Richmond. He has served at Holy Trinity Barnes for some five years. So, David, welcome to the Leadership File. Thanks, it's great to be with you. Um, so, your journey to being ordained in the Church of England? Gosh, that, where do I begin? Um, I, uh, I, for most of my life, I've been sitting in a Church of England church, an Anglican church, so I grew up in a church-going home, uh, and everywhere we lived, we found the village church, and we attended, and I... What sort of area got, of you know, country is um, we lived. I we li- I grew up. I spent some time in Scotland. I spent um, some time in uh, Buckinghamshire, and um, yeah, we we uh, and I attended. You know, I guess our, my school was Anglican, mm. and uh, I got confirmed by the Bishop of Warwick in 1981, uh, which probably wasn't the plan, but that coincided with my ceasing to go uh, to church. I announced. I think I announced one Sunday morning to my. Uh, mum that I wasn't coming and she showed me grace and said you know fine and um, that's not what confirmation is supposed to do is it? it's not it's not what confirmation <laughs> I think I, I think my school chaplain w- would have been a little disappointed in the plan but um, I guess that was adolescence and not having comprehended the gospel really and um, boredom um, uh, but looking back on it I can see tons of things that were sown into mm. my you know, heart uh, in my early years of sitting on a pew in a parish church in the Church of England. And at some point, obviously, you did you did decide this was good news and uh, you came I, to faith? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, um, I, um, I went off to um, university and I was, at the, yeah, I was having a great time. You know, everything was great in my life. Sometimes people's stories are, uh, are full of, you know, some crisis or some thing and that's, that, that, that's, that was not my experience. My experience was, you know, is this it? This is great. I've got great friends. I'm playing sport. I'm doing my degree. You know, um, I've had an amazingly blessed life. And my uh, sister announced that she's 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 the sort of she was the rebel of the family. She's older than me. That she'd um, she sat on the Chiswick High Road in London, in her car, and turned to me and said, I, "I've I've become a born again Christian." And I looked at her as though she was insane. I just thought, I, I, I don't know what that is. We're all, you know, I was confirmed by the Bishop of Warwick. Oh. And she said, do you want, you know, she said, do you want to come to church with me? And I said, yeah, why not? And so she took me to um, her church and um, I went to an evening service and she'd organized a little tea before. Um, and uh, uh, all... The thing that struck me about attending this, you know, it was it was Holy Trinity Brompton in whatever it was, nineteen eighty-seven or something, and um, and she um, uh, she introduced me to her friends, and they were all taking interest in me. And the moment the vicar stood up and said, "Now we're going to worship Jesus," no one was interested in me. Suddenly, everyone started to sing, and as I as I looked around. I just thought, I, I don't know what you lot are on, but I know I'm not on it. Mm. And that was the start of mm. my, you know, and I didn't come into the, 
you know, to relationship with Christ through lots of quite, I didn't have a, a massive long apologetics mm. list. Mm. I had mm. a hunger. I just went, yeah. you know, I'm in, I'm, I'm been in this. I know, but how do I, and I, I went, I started attending church. I just, um, I had one friend who had been to church once. That was the sum mm. total of my Christian crowd at university. And I said, if I wanted to go to church, where would I go? And he recommended a, a church. And I just took my hangover to church on Sunday mornings. Mm. I don't think I even told my girlfriend I was mm. starting to go. I would just go. And I'd never heard, I'd never heard preaching mm. before. And, and I just heard the Bible preached. And then uh, it, there was a Christian union. I hadn't come into contact with them at all at university. And they had a mission week and a, 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 now a very well-known evangelist called J. John. Um, Which university uh, were you at? I was at Newcastle. Okay. He came and he did, as he recalls it when we've spoken about it subsequently, He it was what his, I think it was his first mission. Yeah. And he slept on the floor of the students' union. He couldn't afford to pay him. And, uh, and he just... He didn't give me new info. He preached the gospel, told me about Jesus, and said, "Did you know? Did I want to follow him?" And I'd invited half of my, you know, friends to come and listen. I hadn't quite decided what I was going to do, and um, I was too chicken to go up the front. So I, I stood top left-hand corner, Jesmond Parish Church, and um, and I closed my eyes, and, I, mm. and he led us in a very simple mm. prayer, and um, and. And that was the start of a whole new thing. Well, well, yeah. And so, at some point, of course, you 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 must have gone away to what you call Vicar Factory or Vicar. College. I did, yeah. There's a le- you know, I would love to tell you that that age 22, I I be- became a follower of Jesus, mm. and my life was suddenly or no. holy and sorted, and it just so wasn't. Um, uh, so I finished university, came down to London, joined a joined a church, um, St. Barnabas Kensington, which was a new church mm. plant, and um, and I got a job with a tobacco company, which probably, you know, as my vicar told, wasn't the greatest career choice, in his opinion, mm. but I didn't, you know, I did it anyway. And, um, and uh, almost immediately, I got sent to work in, um, in Russia. There was, we were doing some business in Russia. I was a young graduate management trainee, and they said, do you want to go and live in Moscow? And I said, you know, why not? Something to tell my grandchildren about. And um, by the way, if you ever get asked that question, the answer is no. Okay. The answer is no. <laughs> so I went to live in what turned out to be the Wild West. And mm. I, um, you know, had some really difficult experiences. And I was you know, trying to work out my Christian faith while selling containers of cigarettes to the Russian mafia, which is not a great you know it's a complicated <laughs> heart sure. dilemma and um tons of things happen i'm i just mm. i just saw sin mm. and mess mm. and unfaithfulness and you know everything was a mess yeah. and and um but i i went to the there was an anglican church in moscow that mm. i um that i i went to i tracked it down and um uh, i went there on one of my sundays that i was about attending there and i uh, I sat, there were 20 people in the congregation and I'd found, got this newfound sort of church is meant to be like mm. my experience in London and I was back in my village parish church yeah. and uh, and this dear lady, my friend Karen, could see on my face, my sort of, oh my goodness, and she turned to me at the end of the service. She, she'd been called to Russia to be a missionary in Armenia and she turned to me and she said, 
I'll stay if you'll stay. Mm. And um, and those words, I'll stay if you'll stay. <laughs> and she just encouraged me and discipled mm. me. And and we ended up having a great adventure in, in mm. Russia. Um, and then, um, yeah, it took me f 15 years of sort of fighting God, really, until I got ordained. And I... Um, and my battle was the comprehension of grace. Mm. That was, that, and I, and I think, I think you can be a, a church attending, Bible listening, small mm. group, joining, well intentioned follower of Jesus, and not comprehend mm. grace that he he's loves you yeah, <laughs> and he yeah. saved you. And yeah. and it, it I uh, for me. Uh, almost immediately after hearing the gospel from J. John, I just, um, uh, I entered into what, what we might call list management Christianity, which mm. is I was just started to be given two lists. I had one list of all the things that I wasn't meant to be doing anymore. So I just, and that was constantly added to, mm. and I was still doing most of the things that were on the list that I wasn't right. meant to be doing. And uh, as far as I could work out, h holiness was trying to, get as many things off the list as you could and then there was the other list which was all the things I meant to be doing so I meant to be attending church and and at the end of about a decade of lifts management I just thought this is this is exhausting I'm I'm you know I'm gonna give up but I can't give up because I know it's true and I love Christ but mm -hmm. um, and I uh, a lady in my church gave me uh, a tape that uh, was an American pastor who was well known for talking about marriage and mm. all sorts of issues in a, 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 a in a relationship I was in to consider whether I was going to get mm. married, and she gave me this tape by Tim Keller, and I listened to the the, the information was helpful, uh, but I listened to him speak, and I just thought who who are you, mm. and I googled his name and uh, I just sent off for a set of tapes that. On Galatians, and I drove to my tobacco company day and you know morning and night, and I got these thirty sermons on Galatians, and I, I don't know about about sermon twenty five, somewhere near the Robin Hood roundabout on the A three. You know what did what did um, Wesley say? My heart was strangely mm. warmed. I just went, oh my goodness, we're all done, mm. we're all done, and I've uh, you know I. I've never been the same since. Mm, and um, I then took a sabbatical um, from work. No one had ever taken a sabbatical mm. from our company in 150 years. And they gave me three months off. And um, John Irving, my vicar, had always said that he became a, a vicar through reading Romans. So I had two, two, two passions in life. One, one was to seek the Lord and work out what he was going to mm. call me to. The second is fly fishing. So I, I spent two months in Chile uh, reading Romans and catching trout and I um, and I came back um, and resigned from my job and got a year's job work in my church just taking over from the curate mm. um, who uh, my lovely friend Will when we did our handover he I think he he gave me um, one unopened direct mail from the Willow Creek Association and he left me all his notes from theological college, which he hadn't touched since he left <laughs> theological college, and said, um, "You know, you can have those, and you'll be fine." And that was my that was my birthing into ministry. So I didn't have any training. I just started 
to preach and started to run Alpha and started to, you know, be a pastor. And um, and that's the start of the adventure. And then I um, then I started negotiations with the Church of England. Mm. Um, uh, so I um, I resigned my job before securing my new pension plan because I thought um, that's what the Lord told me to do, and um, and that took about eighteen months of discussions and discernment in the Church mm. of England, and um, eventually um, the, I I went off to train at Wycliffe Hall in Oxford. Wonderful. We're well, listening to Leadership Farm with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by David Cook. Uh, David is the vicar of Holy Trinity Barnes, and we'll be back just after this. Welcome back to Leadership Farm with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by David Cook. David is the uh, vicar of Holy Trinity Barnes. Um, we looked before the break a little bit of his story of coming to faith, having been brought up within the Church of England, but never really having believed, and some of the experiences of that God had brought into his path would enable him to finally understand grace and become ordained into the Church of England. So, uh, David, as we reflect upon the Church of England today, um, uh, you know, and you've you've been involved in a church plant from mm. from uh, Holy Trinity Richmond. Um, what do you make of things? Uh, I mean, the, within London, we we see the encouragement from Holy Trinity Brompton, which you mentioned yeah. earlier, um, and their kind of church planting ministry, uh, where they they kind of send a group of people. Is that how your church planted functioned? Um, our church plant didn't start. In a similar way to mm. to so it's, a uh, it's, it's a different it's a different model because we're in a different yep. diocese. So yes. London has the energy and um, and and vision of mm. Holy Trinity Brompton, which has been you know the the story still mm. is working itself out now across the nation. Um, in Southwark, the the you know the t- language is so interesting, isn't mm. it? The, the the describing something as a church plant puts a whole load of things in people's mm, heads mm. that uh, aren't necessarily good. So if you whatever if you call it a, a new initiative, that's a different yes. emotion than calling it a, or a, a fresh a expression or a fresh expression or a mm. missional community or whatever yes. language we use. So um, uh, I w- w- came to do my curacy and did three years in Holy Trinity Richmond, which um, I loved. And we saw some people come to faith. We and uh, at the end of my curacy, I just started to work out what the God was mm. going to call me to do. And um, uh, Trevor, who was my uh, vicar, um, went to a meeting that he doesn't usually go to, which was the deanery chapter finance meeting or something. And uh, he was asked to go to it on behalf of the area dean. And there was one particular church that was just struggling, and the vicar had. Had you know been faithful, but it was it had been a struggle, and came out of that um, meeting and saw me the next day and said, "I think that I, I think there may be a you know a, an opportunity." Mm. And we didn't know what that looked like, yeah. and that then birthed discussion. You know, right. what does this? You know, what if I brought a few people and if I could and and it was a it was probably a year's worth of. Of just discussion and relationship and um, uh, and of course I had a, an idea of what it was all going to look like that was so different from what the reality was mm-hmm. um, and so and Holy Trinity Richmond wasn't is not it's not a mega church mm-hmm. you know it's not a, a church of 200 people it was really costly mm-hmm. to send um, 
I think we were a, we were a group of about uh, 20 people mm. um, and that you know when you're 200 people is very yes. costly um, yes. so that was the that was how it birthed mm-hmm. and um, yeah and uh, I'm mean, talking about you're within the Church of England you grew up in it but you know that there's it, the Church of England is in a challenging place there's some some wonderful encouragements we hinted at here yeah. which you in, but there's parts of the country where the church is in a in a tough place what's your view of the kind of the sort of post-Christendom world that we seem to be living in uh, I think it's um really challenging i mean i'm a glass half full optimist Mm. and when i planted our church i just thought everybody was going to come i hadn't really i suddenly got about a month in and i thought wow gosh i thought if i put put a decently produced poster outside and a Mm. you know a flag people would turn up Mm -hmm. and they they didn't and i and i should have known this because i probably wasn't concentrating at theological college but the vast majority of people are not christians so, you know, why on earth would you get mm. up on a Sunday morning when you can go to Pret-a-Manger and have breakfast or go down the sports club? Well, you know, people don't mm. wake up going, I think I might take the family to church yes. this morning, yes. you know. And that was a real, and mm. that's, the, that's, the, that's the challenge, you mm. know. And I read, you know, some, a clergy friend um, put a, an article from the Church Times this week on, on his Facebook page, which is never good for my soul to read a depressing article, mm, but it mm. was just an article by um, someone called Ali Campbell, and it was, um, it's about the reaching children and young people, mm. and the fact that 25% of Anglican churches have no children. I mean, that you have to, that's amazing mm, to think, mm. tw- n- not a baby, not a mm. toddler, no children. And, um, and she quoted this chap called Dr. John Walker, who in 2011, wrote um, a paper that said in his opinion it's the last chance saloon for the for the Church of England and this journalist um, Ali Campbell said we're now in 2018 and her phrase was the last chance saloon door is now closing Mm. now I don't I don't be- I don't believe that because I sure. see so much life so much mm-hmm. you know we have seen so much grace and had so much mm-hmm. um, fun and see God do extraordinary things that of course there's mm-hmm. kingdom life across the land but if we have no children coming we are one generation mm-hmm. away from extinction that's our that's the challenge is how mm-hmm. we're going to reach yeah. you know anyone under 30 that's the yeah. challenge yeah, yeah. Uh, are the things you've tried or that, that you feel have had a bit of life in um yeah, I, I think I'll, uh, as far as I, um, we have a silver bullet big idea. Mm. The, our big idea is, um, uh, one is to just speak about Jesus, mm. you know, and preach about Jesus and um, and be Jesus, you know, all that. that, that. Oh, right. and, and one of the ways that works is through, through hospitality. So as mm. I was trying to work out what on earth we were going to, Mm. do that the you know i felt the lord say start with a wedding so we just i just had a barbecue in my garden and invited everybody i could mm. make contact with and we bought some wine and we put some burgers on and some people came mm. and um and then on the first sunday i didn't know what it was going to look like so i said well we'll get some croissants and we'll have breakfast and if anyone comes then we can mm. do do church and of course some people came because they were encouraging me um uh you know and that lovely that amazing picture in the 
at the end of of John's Gospel, where where it, it, it's, uh, where Jesus says, "Come and have breakfast with me," mm. and Peter jumps out. Yeah, I can almost hear him splash into the water mm. and goes. You know that picture of hospitality of just put some coffee on, mm. and, and and hospitality and welcome has been our 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 big idea is just come and hang out with us, and we'll and then we'll invite you to eat with us in all sorts of different ways, whether mm. it be, and that has been the the way of building friendship and family and relationship yep. um, and trust with our, you know, our community. Um, and it's lots of fun to cook food and mm, eat mm. it and hang out with people. So that's the, that's one of the ways that we've, we've done church. Mm. And things like uh, open air type stuff or things like door to door type stuff, is that the kind of thing that might work in Barnes or um, is it... Is it, you know, a lot of people would say, yeah, hey, that's, the, the, the day for that is gone. Yeah, I, I, obviously, when I when I arrived, I thought maybe I'll just go and knock on everyone mm. and put my dog collar on and say, hello, I'm your new vicar. Mm. And I, I haven't done that. And I think I've been quite, was quite um, influenced by, and I've read quite a lot of stuff by Mike Breen, who, mm. was, the, who was in Sheffield, and yes. all his stuff about missional communities. And, and his, um, you know, his all his stuff about being finding a person of peace mm. i think is is crucial if you're trying to do a new thing if you're trying to do a fresh expression on you is it, you know i i didn't have a, a a big plan other than we had 20 people that 19 of them were all at work and then there's me so mm. i've got this week to yeah. build relationship with the people of barnes so mm. i just sat in the local coffee shop mm. and and became friends with Fabrice you know he's mm. I'm still friends with Fabrice <laughs> and I still sit in his coffee shop and we run Alpha in his oh, coffee shop oh. and he's he he was my my friend and my person of peace and I just sat in his coffee shop and he would introduce me to all the people who come and drink coffee in the community and mm. say this is the new vicar and I say hello and we'd chat and that slowly one friendship mm. at a time mm. has been has been the way that God has blessed our church and we've got to know people and become friends and some of them have started coming so you know the big idea is to sit in a coffee shop and and find your person of peace yeah sometimes it's just that simple i mean sadly david times times almost defeated us but i did want to uh, and i mentioned your blog which is yeah. how i came to know you so yeah. pointed me to your blog which is which is some fascinating stuff there the kind of things that you um you, you uh, obviously mentioned books, particularly. You mentioned Tim Keller's book. Yeah, yeah. Are there other books that you yeah, um, that you'd want to just mention as, as we close? Yeah, um, I'm reading a book by Andy Crouch called um, uh, "Strong and Weak." It's mm. about flourishing. I'm just it's really um, mm -hmm. blessing me. I'm reading um, a so Andy Crouch and the book again is "Strong and Weak." Strong and weak. Okay. And um, and I'm reading a. A, a sort of commentary on a book called, which is by Charles Taylor, called A, a, a Secular Age, oh, which right, is a big, yes. thick 900-page book that yeah. I will never read and will probably won't understand. Yeah. But Colin Hansen has written a, a, a book which is a commentary on 10 years after that book's been written. Okay. So I'm 10 years out of date, but it, it's interpreting that, that question. Yes. Yeah, and... Um, and I'm finding it really helpful because mm. that's our constant question is how do we... I sat on the tube on the way here with me reading the Bible with a man standing next to me reading the God Delusion. And mm. I'm going, how do I get from here yes, to him? Yes, yes, you know, and, and Charles Taylor's a Catholic theologian mm. who's written 900 pages of wisdom on 
making sense of that. And if you want a, a, a different book that, again, t produced about 10 years ago mm. that's helpful on that is Alan Hirsch's book, um, The Shaping of Things to Come. Oh, is a, you know, and all his stuff about how we engage with a post-Christian world that just... Mm. Um, it's very helpful and I think in the context of lots of the stuff we've mm. talked about the tradition in the Church of England we've ordained pastors which is good and pastors mm. nurture and care and you know the challenge of post Christendom is is ordaining the, the prophet and the evangelist mm. and, the, mm. and the apostle and 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 that's you know that's where and you you, you we talked a bit about being entrepreneurial. That's mm, what mm. that skill set. So instead, is is really we're training. Now we need to train missionaries to a post-Christian world. We're not mm. sending missionaries somewhere else. Where, you know, the the missionary work is Hammersmith and Barnes and Putney and Richmond and Reigate. You yeah. know, um, and and that's the that's the challenge I think. And yeah. so I'm reading all I can to try and train myself as a missionary. Well done, well done. Well, sadly, as I say, time's defeat us, but thank you, David, so much for sharing your story. Brilliant. For Thanks, Andy. It's been great. Thank you for listening. Uh, do log on to Premier's website and listen to archived versions of Alicia yeah. Fowler. Look forward to your company again next Sunday at 3.30. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to The Leadership File on Premier. Andy Peck serves as a tutor at CWR, a Christian charity whose courses and publications aim to apply God's word to everyday life. Contact him via email apeck at cwr.org.uk.